Okay. Uh, all right, folks, welcome back. Jimmy O Show, back again for the next episode. Very special episode here. I've gotten a fan request. They, of course, <laughs> wanted the quarterback. And we finally got him. we got Michael Pratt here with us today. Welcome to the Roof Fitness and Stack Coaching Studios. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to share the exciting news you may have seen on social media. Uh, but our lords over at the IRS agreed with us that we are doing a charitable thing and granted our tax exempt status. So we're now a, the FTW Collective is now a, now a 501c3 tax exempt organization, meaning any gifts given to us to support these student athletes, guys like Michael Pratt here and all the other folks on the show, uh, those gifts would be tax deductible. So get out your paychecks. I'm sorry, excuse me, your checkbooks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your whole paycheck. Just, just your checkbook uh, and support these guys. They're well-deserving as you have seen. So with that, Michael, welcome. Thank you for having me. Great to have you, man. Uh, I was telling you before the show, I was, uh, I've been, you know, it was natural to want you on right away, but wanted to give it some time, get mm -hmm. some other guys in. But then also, you know, with the change in coordinator, um, you know, the opportunity would come to talk to you once you've gotten to know a little bit about Coach Sabota and mm -hmm. what he's doing. And and so I'm interested to talk to you about that. But before we get into that, let, let's let's kind of – Start with with your background, man. You know, you you're a Florida guy. I know. Mm -hmm. is it, was, did you grow up whole life in Florida? Or was yeah, that just Boca later? Raton. Boca Raton area. Okay, nice place. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Uh, I got some stories that for off air uh, <laughs> from then when I was a younger person. Um, but uh, well, cool. And I know you. Um, so tell me about your family, I guess first. Uh, youngest of four, uh, got an older sister than brother, other sister than me. Um, my oldest two are way older um, than my other sister is at Columbia, actually. She plays basketball over there. Oh, they, just, cool. they just had a really good year, um, so I was really excited for her. Good for her, man. Yeah. Ivy League stud basketball player, a yep. good, good team. Now, am I correct that, uh, you know, we had a little dunk contest here right, recently? Yep, just the other day. <laughs> yeah, and you, 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 put on, you put on a performance a little bit with that, right? I tried. You know, I did my thing. Uh, got my first dunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, got your, you got your first one in the competition. Yeah, first one in the competition. Yeah. Got that one in. But then you let, I guess, Coach Upshaw, who was, a, was he a quarterback at Georgia Southern? Is that his Quarterback background? at Georgia Southern. And then he was actually... Uh, quarterback GA at Tulane when I first came in that first spring, mm -hmm. and then he got a receiver position and just came back. So. Yeah, so he, now he's back on Saturday. And he actually yeah. won the dunk contest. Oh yeah, he he had a nice, he had a nice dunk there <laughs> at the end. Okay, but look, y'all can check out Michael on Twitter, throwing it down. The guys are multi talented. You know, uh, Sean King, my quarterback in '98, undefeated season. Yep. Um, Sean actually was on the basketball team a couple of those years at Tulane, and then he was more of a guard. He, he, uh, I, I don't know that Sean had your your level of elevation, but Sean <laughs> could could stroke it. I mean, okay, you know, he could shoot from deep, and and he good enough to play college basketball. Which, wow. and back it's then tough to play both. Yeah, absolutely, especially I, as a quarterback. And it, 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 yeah, and he eventually transitioned out of basketball. Yeah. But Coach Clark, back then, th these are teams that were going to the tournament and stuff like that. I mean, really good teams, but. You know, saw enough in him to give him a shot to, to play a bit. Um, all right. That mystery hand has fixed the microphone. Uh, so, uh, but cool. So, youngest four, I have four myself. There you go. Although my youngest is only four years old. <laughs> Remains to be seen. I don't think she'll play quarterback at Tulane. Yeah, um, probably not. <laughs> but but, but uh, one, one boy and three girls. So, it's cool. Okay. Um, 
And so your your older sister, how much older is she than you? I'm sorry, your your next one, the one at Columbia. Uh, she is 20. She's a year and a half older than me. Okay. So she's 22 right now. Yeah. Yep. So being the baby, I guess the ba- the baby boy, you didn't have that older brother picking on you too much, but you had an older sister. I, I had both of them. Oh my, yeah, I, I so was I was really closest with my oldest sister in terms of you know who teamed up on who, <laughs> but my brother and my sister definitely put me through it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good. It's good. It's good for your development. Yeah. No doubt. Builds character. Yep. Yeah. And um. And so, mom and dad, they're still back in Boca. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my dad actually, um, my mom, I was actually homeschooled, okay. my, me and all my siblings till ninth grade. Um, and then dating back, um, going into ninth grade, my dad was a general contractor my whole life. And actually when I was going into ninth grade, I started going to school when my dad moved to Virginia to go to law school. Um, so he was there for three and a half years and now he's back in <laughs> South Florida as a lawyer. Um, you know, just living his dream. Cool. So, yeah. Well, I'm a lawyer as well. Yeah. Um, so maybe I need to call your dad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he he'll be older than me, but I, I'm a little bit more experienced. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe I could help help him out. Yeah, a little bit. no doubt, get in touch. <laughs> That's awesome. And then, um, so all right, so the high school career, which is interesting, which I've I've really admired about you. Um, you know, you were a start quarterback, getting some some attention as a potential recruit, mm-hmm. um, and then that wasn't good enough. You wanted to get a little bit more competition. Can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, my first three years of Boca, those were really my first years of playing football. Um, and that's really where a lot of my skills and whatnot, football wise, um, developed. Um, and then leading into my senior year, uh, I had an opportunity to go over to Deerfield. Um, and, you know, the reason was really to prepare for college more and, you know, play against better competition, play with more competition. Um, they already had a quarterback that was there that had been their starter for two years. Um, and then just the receiving core and the O-line, um, you know, getting to prepare for college was really the, the main goal of that. And, you know, we got to go to um, Washington to play a team, St. John's. We got to travel to Louisiana, play Zachary, um, played some other really good teams, St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, and then I was actually able to early enroll. So graduate early from Deerfield and get here a semester early, which was definitely a great decision that I made back then. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about that because, you know, you, you as a true freshman, end up mm-hmm. starting uh, most of the season. But so that, that first semester had to help. Yeah, it definitely helped just getting – I think the, the biggest benefit was just getting into the rhythm of college and, mm-hmm. you know, the time and, you know, managing class and meetings and – film and you know practice and workouts and everything so just that extra i mean i I only had two and a half months really here because it was right before covid um but just getting to experience that so that during the fall during the season wasn't my first semester sure yeah so that definitely helped yeah i mean it's it's one thing to i mean not to disparage other positions but i mean even if you're offensive lineman where lots of smart guys play offensive line Mm -hmm. you know it's one thing to 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 kind of be thrown in the fire that position but but sort of to be thrown into the fire at quarterback with the cerebral aspect of it while your head's also being just Consumed. flooded with all this new stuff that yep. comes with living on campus and living mm-hmm. away from home and yep. feeding yourself and just all the things that – and all the fun stuff about college. But having all that all coming in at the same time would be a bit overwhelming. And I imagine those two and a half months at least got some of that flushed 
Mm -hmm. some adjustment underway and so you were able to kind of focus on yeah 100 percent. yeah um and so the move to deerfield though that you so you mentioned there was a there was a a starter i think he was a college wasn't he a guy end up being recruited to play ball as well yeah he was actually committed to southern miss and then i think he ended up going juco okay um i think it's something academically yeah um so he was he was a he was a really good quarterback and pretty well recruited um so he's still playing too. Man, that's cool. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's an unusual move to to sort of say, you know, I'm gonna step up and go take on tougher competition, both just to get a job. Because I mean, you know, it's not like you're guaranteed no, anything when you went over to Deerfield. Yeah, not at all. And then, but you but you ended up getting that job, and then went. And you had a nice run into the playoffs and everything else mm-hmm. there, right? Now, yep. How deep did you? Semifinal, state semifinal. In in a high classification Florida, so yep. no chump change, man. Yep, <laughs> that's that's a good deal. That's a good stuff. And then uh, one of your high school classmates is now back here. Yes, sir. He's he, um, he likes you that much, huh? Yeah, he was uh, he was definitely one of my go to guys at Deerfield. Incredible yeah. athlete, um, great speed, and just a connection. Um, you know, we I've been trying to get him to come here since high school, <laughs> um, but he actually went to Maryland for two years and then you know we just you know we talk we talked at least once every couple of weeks um stayed in touch and then you know when we were back home talked about it and you know everything kind of lined up and fell into place so we're, we're really excited for him this year um just gives us a lot of depth you know we got a lot of talented skill guys uh mm-hmm. coming back this year so that's something that's really exciting for us yeah and 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 we'll certainly touch on that um but the the as far as Dejan uh, Dejan goes, I mean, I don't think people realize that they hear Maryland and like, yeah, mediocre Big Ten program or whatever. I was like, Maryland, if you watch it, Maryland's their top Demas and Jarrett. Um, you know, they 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 got uh, the sort of top tier receiver talent that you see at Ohio State. Oh yeah, I, maybe not quite at the Ohio State level, but you know, I'm mean, yeah. the top ten group yeah. probably in the country with those guys, uh, big time draft prospects, and he just kind of fell into a situation where they had a loaded room. Yeah, um, to his younger brother throwing it to him mm-hmm. and so forth, and so this is the challenge. You know, you got to outperform. I forget to his younger brother's first day, but you mm-hmm. got to outperform him. You got to make him yep. more productive. Yeah, you can handle that challenge. I take it. Yeah, how's his? How's his? Um, adjustment been to new orleans is he settled in he's yeah he's settled in he loves it over here you know he tells me all the time thank you for bringing me over here (laughs) um so you know he's really excited he loves all the guys you know they've been gelling really well together um Mm -hmm. so he's he's doing well good yeah and then uh if you look back i mean it's something jeff curtis was a guy who was a quarterback um he's our uh, second string quarterback in our undefeated season and we, we still talk all the time and you know one thing that he's always pointed out was when you looked at the how our team was comprised back then of Lemons and um, Alfonso Roundtree from Southeast. They were from Southeast and Bradenton, which mm-hmm. that was a squad with Peter Warwick. These names are old for you. Peter Warwick yeah. was a Heisman <laughs> Trophy winner at Florida State. Okay. But that was uh, USA Today number one team in the nation. Wow. So we had those two. And we had a guy a year older, Keaton Cromarty, on that squad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and there's a few others. But, I mean, we had, like, I felt like the South Florida guys kind of added some some swagger we needed. No doubt. To the squad. <laughs> uh, y'all do have an interesting way um, <laughs> about you. But but let's talk a little bit about um, your time at Tulane, man. You know, I'll, I'll just kind of give you some observations. observations and, I, and I think we'll take this a little differently uh, than maybe we've we've done some other shows because, because of the nature of your position. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you burst onto the scene as like – 
you know, the savior. You come into the Southern Miss game, your freshman year, it's not going well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just things kind of took off right yeah. away, right? Um, I, bu- I suspect you believed in yourself, but were you, uh, was it a little bit of a surprise to you that you were so successful right away? Um, to an extent, uh, I think there's just the adrenaline and everything. Um, but, you know, getting to go out there and, you know, do what we've been practicing for so long. Um, and, you know, I think it started with everybody else, too. You know, we, we kind of got in a rhythm and it just kind of carried and carried. And then the defense started piggybacking off that. And uh, just the way we gelled that game and, you know, got things going. Running backs had a really good game. Um, offensive line dominated. And then, you know, we made plays. I made a couple throws, made some catches, and, mm-hmm. you know, we ran the score up pretty well. Yeah, you know, that uh, that throw to Cam towards the end of the half, Mm-hmm. sort of on a circle thing that he did or whatever coming out of the back and kind of in, over the middle field. It's unusual to see that sort of completion to running back in that part of the field. But, I mean, it's like this kid is fearless, man. He threw that in, just kind of mm-hmm. dropped it in between a few defenders yep. for, a, for a big score. But yep. you know what? I knew we had something, Mike, was when I, they took what I thought was a cheap shot on you, hit you pretty hard, looked like a headshot on an early sack or something and you know mm-hmm. you just bounce back up you're ready yep. like, okay, the kid's tough nothing else yep. <laughs> he, he looks be. the part he can throw it but you know he's a tough kid too yep and gotta so, be yeah you, you, you uh <laughs> you you earn some instant fans among the Tulane fan base with that and then of course the performance on the field uh you know Jaquan had a long touchdown we were, there was a bunch of big scores in that game yep. of course we also lost Tajay uh yeah in, that was in, tough in the first half of that one but uh, you, you you speak of the skill position talent returning. You got to mm-hmm. be pretty excited about having a healthy twenty two out and back. Yeah, that is that's <laughs> going to be big time. Um, you know, Cam's having a really good off season. Ashad Clayton, who just came in, um, he's looking really good. Iverson, um, Celestine, he's look. You know, all the all of them are looking really really good. They're all healthy. Um, so we're excited about very complex backfield um and especially Tajay being back yeah yeah I know and I give him so much attention here and I feel bad because guys like Cam have been highly productive players mm-hmm. in their career and and are only getting better I mean yeah. Cam's a specimen I mean you know he's you say NFL prototype back but he's even bigger than that I mean he's he's huge he's 230 235-ish mm-hmm. these days but probably a sub Four or five yeah. guy. Yeah, he can move too. Yeah, I mean, it's, and he's, he's got soft hands. You know, he's yeah. got the whole deal. You know, so uh, and of course we we haven't seen a shot yet, or we haven't seen too much of Ivan. But you know, mm-hmm. obviously came in with a lot of accolades and yep. so. Um, but that's just the running back position. You know, mm-hmm. I think one thing um, one thing that's been missing in your first two years is. Uh, you know, the depth, I'd say, out, yeah. out wide. Definitely. Um, had some players, mm-hmm. you know, but just not a, maybe enough in the room and enough varied uh, skill-wise. Yeah. And so how's that room sort of filling out? What are you feeling in practice? You guys getting open and, whatnot, you know, ability to get open? Yeah, I mean, like you talked about, the depth is, you know, definitely the most we've ever had here at Tulane for sure. You know, I think a couple of our threes at receiver could play and be successful um, which is really exciting for us. And just the way that those guys are, you know, working together and holding each other accountable. Um, you know, there's no, you know, I, I haven't had one guy come up to me and tell me that he's not getting the ball enough. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, those guys are clicking really well. Uh, they all have really good relationships and, you know, they're holding each other accountable, like I said. And, you know, they're just getting better every single day. Um, and just the chemistry that we're building um, is is really exciting for us. Mm-hmm. Um 
And and so, you know, has anybody um, kind of jumped out to you, any position really, in terms of the improvement they made from last year to this year? Um, I, I would say that Deuce Watts is definitely on track to have a really big year. Um, you know, this is the way he's been practicing the past couple of weeks, I would say is close to the best I've ever seen him play. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, Lawrence, I mean, all the guys, you know, Lawrence yeah, Keys yeah. looks really good. Deshaun McDougal, Dede, he's he's jumped right in and, you know, started, you know, running things on offense really well, um, dominating. Uh, Tajay being back, Rashad Clayton, like I said, he's he's going to help us a whole lot. Um, just give us some speed in the backfield on our, you know, outside zone. And, you know, he's going to circle up the defense real well. So mm. a lot of guys that we're really excited about. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's great to hear that about Deuce. You know, Deuce was a guy that kind of came on the end of your freshman year. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the potato bowl year. Yep. Um, he comes on uh, and then um, – you know, last year just was kind of one thing after another. Some injuries that kept him out and just yep. never really seemed to get on track in terms of being what he seemed capable of doing. Yeah. And now you're starting to see that. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely see the progression of, you know, where he was last year and what he's climbing to. I think is going to be something really special this year for him. Yeah. Huge body, man. Strong yep. kid. Has that ability to sort of make you look good. And even yeah. when he's covered, he yeah. can be uncovered, make right? Make a play. You put the ball in the right spot, yep. he'll, he'll come down with it. Just his natural ability is, you know, different. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I yep. mean, it, it's – it's we've uh, – you know, I go undefeated and then, you know, Coach Fritz shows up and and in between, there wasn't a lot of that where we just had guys that can win. Yeah. You know, yep. um, win the one-on-one things. We had to beat people with a better strategy or whatever, some – you know, some lucky breaks over the years. I mean, few and far between. I mean, there were a few good teams mm-hmm. and what have you there, but just didn't have enough guns, you know. And and now when you look any position on the field, there's depth. Yep. There are guys that can play ball. Definitely. Um, looking across the ball, I mean, spring, you're playing yourself. You're not p- preparing for anyone. You're getting more of a look at your, at your own team. Mm-hmm. Um are you noticing just a, the the sort of speed and competitiveness of the defense now, full year under Coach Hamp in the books? You know, there's a lot, obviously a lot of players there. Are you noticing a difference in them in terms of just how quickly they're able to play because mm-hmm. nothing's new anymore? Yeah, for sure. And I think I think one thing that I'd say is they're playing with a lot more confidence. Um, you know, like you said, being in the system for a year now, um, is definitely a big benefit for them. And, you know, I think we got some guys that are really good ball players. Jaden Kennedy is an absolute dog. He's had a heck of a spring. Another, uh, another Florida guy. Yep. Jarius Monroe, who just transferred from Nichols, he's looked really good. Uh, Patrick Jenkins um, from TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple additions um, and just some other guys stepping up. Macon Clark, I think he's weighing – he's like 205 now. He played like 185 last year, but he's still moving very well. Um so a lot of guys that we're excited about. Yeah, and so now you've mentioned it twice, and now I got to ask you. you said, so you've mentioned uh, the sort of everybody being healthy thing, mm-hmm. and then now making making the strides physically. Macon was on here, by the way. He and Larry yep. came on together. Yep. Um, and so me and my St. Rose guy, we got we got a few things in common. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, uh, Kirk Cochester, how's mm-hmm. the sort of change in philosophy change in in focus in the in the offseason strength and conditioning program are we are you sort of seeing the benefits of what he preached and in other words i understood he, he was preaching we're going to stay healthy we're going to yep. really work hard on injury prevention how's that been carrying out in the spring 
Uh, I mean, it's shown. You know, what he said is shown. I don't, we haven't had any serious injuries this spring. Um, yeah. Um, but just the way the guys are moving, you know, guys are feeling good. Um, I think a lot more of our program is football-based. Mm -hmm. uh, I think in the past it's been a little more strength-based and whatnot. So everything that we're doing is all fundamental football movements, um, and I think that's been a key in our success. Mm -hmm. you, my, my guy Bradley here is all years. He, he's just a – I hate I'm not disparaging him, but he's a nerd about these types of things and, uh -huh. and, and loves us all the different philosophies and, and training. And, you know, and, and that's the deal. I mean, you know, the game, the strength game has changed so much since in 20 years. Um, or I guess it's a little bit longer than that when I was there. When it was like, you know, how much can you bench? How much can yeah. you squat? How much do you clean? And, yep. and, you know, we'd run a lot. We were in better shape than most teams we played. But in terms of just sort of the flexibility, muscle imbalances, the things that you want to do to to, to avoid the soft tissue injuries, to avoid the ligament issues, mm -hmm. um, to the extent you can. I mean, some of that's going to always happen in football. But, man, you know, it would be nice to have a fully healthy squad going into yep. 2022. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so uh, let's sort of talk about um, – I mean, we've got to cover the elephant in the room, um, obviously, uh, last year. But um, the uh, sort of the, 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 six, the successes you had the year before – and I'm, I'm checking on one thing. Um, the, um, you know, starts with Southern Miss, but really it was a pretty good year. I mean, even the losses were, were fairly competitive, but, you know – a lot of that was just sort of some prat magic. I mean, you know, the SMU mm -hmm. game, we lost it, but I mean, what was a third and 39 or third something? Third and 39, yep. Throw the ball down the field. Down and so, so what you showed, I mean, you obviously showed you had like sort of it, the it factor, right? You know, mm -hmm. teammates seemed to follow you. Um, last year, you know, I, I'm sorry, two years ago, you showed us a lot. I mean, you, you sort of painted this vision for the future because one of the things we were limited with was even though you can see athletes uh, in different positions more than we had had before, we we hadn't had that top tier quarterback, and yet you come in as a freshman, you lead the country and in touchdowns among freshman quarterbacks, and you know, and you had the it factor, you had mm -hmm. the you had the, the toughness and and sort of the leadership qualities that the greats have. Mm -hmm. At the same time. It seemed like you were just having an ad lib at a lot, you know, to a certain extent because you're a young guy and had a lot of college reps. I mean, did you kind of feel, I don't want to say lost, but just kind of like you're more playing on instincts more than preparation or, or, or experience for sure? Yeah, to an year. extent. Uh, I think, you know, since I've been here, I think the one thing that I would say that has gotten easier um, is just the, the, the speed of the game. Mm -hmm. um, the more you know – the more you can kind of cancel things out based on the coverages, based on the front, um, you know, seeing blitz, stuff like that um, definitely helps slow down the game. And I think, you know, through my years here, I think that's definitely the thing that's changed is that first year is, you know, things picked up pretty quick. Um, you know, there were positives and there was, you know, negatives in a lot of aspects. But, you know, the speed of the game is what has really started to slow down, you know, mm. as gaining knowledge and whatnot. Yeah. Now, you know, we move into – I guess the potato bowl was rough. We were missing some guys, and, and they, they actually seem to have a pretty good scheme against you. Now, I was better in after a, a, a surgical setback, but yeah. watching that game was tough. It just seemed like they had a pretty good plan for you. They they sort of 
seeing that they, they wanted to bait you into trying to take off and, mm-hmm. and often had a spy waiting. And, yep. and that's something we saw more of last year, I think, from teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Is that an accurate observation that, 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 that teams started respecting your scrambling ability and sort of would commit a extra defender to stopping you from beating them with their legs? Yeah, there was definitely a couple of teams that we saw that that was, that was definitely yeah, their game UAB plan. Did it this yep. year, yeah. UAB, Ole Miss, um, couple other teams. Yeah, problem is when Ole Miss does it, they got guys that run really fast. So. <laughs> yeah, that they do. <laughs> Doing it. That's a fact. Uh, you know, but, but you know, some of that in Nevada. And then, um, you know, last year, I mean, obviously, you know, you look at the raw numbers, you, you know, they were not dramatically – as far as the counting stats for quarterback, they were about on par with the year before for mm-hmm. you on a per game basis. Um, but the off, the team wasn't as successful. And as you know, when you play that position, people mm-hmm. are going to say Mike didn't yeah. have as good of a year in sophomore year as freshman year solely because uh, I guess your second freshman year solely because the team didn't yeah. have as much success. Uh, yep. And that's something that I guess, you know, comes, what with, comes with playing quarterback, <laughs> yeah. but you know, despite put the numbers aside, do you feel like, as a player, uh, let's start with that. As a player, did you did you feel like there was growth there, even if it didn't necessarily always show? Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of lot of room for growth um, this past year, and just kind of having to overcome a lot of different things, and you know, having a season like that. You know, there's two ways to look at it. You can either you know pout about it and you know kind of take that route, or you can you know go back and see why you weren't as successful and whatnot, and you know use that moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what you know I've definitely done, and a lot of other guys have done. So yeah, you know, and and then when you you um, you also look at the physical last year. I mean, you were. You were banged up pretty good. Yep. And I think you – I don't think I'm making it up just watching you from the side pretty closely, but, like, I feel there was something going on mm-hmm. and in both your lower body and upper body. Yeah. Right? Impacting mm-hmm. your ability to throw. Um, and and so, I mean, I guess you could talk about it, but, but the um, – I mean, was it was there something that limited your ability to your? I mean, your arm? Like you had an arm injury of some sort? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had sprained my AC joint and separated my shoulder. I actually had surgery on my left shoulder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple three months ago. So yeah, we talk about toughness. So yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. But but I mean, you know, one thing that um, you know, and and then you had the sprain in the right shoulder. I mm-hmm. think you're pointing to yeah. Yep. And so. I think teams kind of picked up on this a little bit. You know, we talked about the spy thing, but you know one thing they can't do if you're right, if you're healthy, is if your deep balls, you have a great deep ball mm-hmm. when you're healthy. Yep. And But you weren't healthy last year. And so when that threat was sort of minimized a bit, it seemed to me, and I'm not watching film on Sunday, so I could be wrong, but it seemed to me teams, teams were a little bit more at liberty to play with one high safety, not not to have two guys deep, not to, they didn't have to worry as much about you beating them over the top. So that gave them sort of the freedom, extra guy down to bring an extra guy dime and, and yep. take away your ability to beat them with your legs. Yep. So it's kind of like a double edge. You got yeah. a double whammy, not even a double edge, double yep. whammy there. Yep. Um, but you know you talk through it, and 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 they're going to get the Pratt deep ball again. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> It also doesn't hurt that you you got Day Day and uh-huh. Lawrence Keys adding to the mix with Jaquan and Deuce and Fat and all the guys that are coming back. Yep. So good luck with that, guys. You know, if y'all want to play, <laughs> y'all want to play a single high. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll have some fun. <laughs> no doubt. Um, got some guys that'll got some guys that'll win for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, I can't wait to see it. Um, so, you know, um, looking at, you know, sort of it, it's it's kind of cr- crummy, but the, the highlight of the year may probably wasn't highlight of the year, but, but one of the highlights was coming in a loss. We mm-hmm. talked to Bradley about it before the show, you know. Mm-hmm. National TV, the, the one of the highest rated game, highest rated games of that weekend mm-hmm. was also against Oklahoma. Yep, and you know, what, one of the coolest things to me was, you know, everybody's got their own Twitter feeds, and and, and it's a it, it's a wild difference in terms of who you're following and not following whatever, and so he's your own curated universe. But in my universe, it was wild to me to see all these national guys that I follow and never mentioned to like. Tulane and most times are just like all over. Who is this Pratt kid? <laughs> you know, who is number seven yeah. for Tulane? Yeah. Uh, that game, man, just sort of, I guess, take us through if you can. Like, what's what's going through your head as you're just, you know, you're taking a beating, but I mean, you're making play after play. Mm-hmm. We're on the verge of upsetting a number, I think there were two or three in the number nation. Two, yeah. But, yeah. Um, What's that like? Yeah, I mean, it, it was awesome. Just the uh, opportunity. We were actually supposed to p- play them here in New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. And then with the hurricane and being in Birmingham and whatnot, um, the opportunity to go there and experience it, that was that was really my first game with pe- people allowed in the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so week one of that, um, I think there's mm-hmm. probably close to 70,000 people there. Um, so it was quite an experience and, you know, it was, it was really exciting. I think, you know, the whole team, you know, offensively and defensively really executed and, you know, obviously there were some minor things that, you know, we didn't get done that, you know, could have cost us the game, but just, you know, week one, having that experience and opportunity and, you know, executing how we did, um, definitely gave us a lot of hope. Um, for the season, but you know that's that's the brand of football I think we can play mm-hmm. um, on a week to week basis. So that's you know really what we're striving to, and you know we just got to finish. Uh, that's going to be our biggest thing. Is there's been a lot of games since I've been here that um, you know thought we had it in the bag or whatnot, and um, you know fourth quarter comes. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be our biggest emphasis. Is you know we just got to dominate for four quarters and you know should be successful. Yeah. And and so so then you know even though you lose a game, we come back next week, destroy Morgan State, and 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 so okay, man, this thing's still ticking high. I mean, Ole Miss was sort of eye opening, I guess, in a lot of ways. But at the same time, there's a lot going on. You're still in yeah. Birmingham. You're you're dealing with the rain delay. Three hour deal. rain delay. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I mean, not to not that it's an excuse, but I mean it, that all would have impacted the game. But just in that midseason lull where th- nothing was seeming to go right, there was a ten or eleven sack game in there. And, yeah. Um, just sort of, it, can you put your finger on what what offensively what was the biggest challenge or thing that you guys had to overcome and it could just be you were banged up and other guys were banged up but mm-hmm. you know what what was it that sort of stopped you from reaching the level of production and success that you expected uh honestly i think just communication um you know i think we kind of fell apart after that old miss game um and you know never really got back on track how we were leading into the oklahoma game mm-hmm. um so just you know within plays and you know bonding and whatnot um i don't think we had the same energy and focus that we did leading into week one 
Yeah, and you know, I mean, that's the thing about football. It's a real mm-hmm. tough sport. Yeah, and 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 if 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 you're eleven guys on the field and you're a hundred in the locker room aren't on the same page, mm-hmm. it's it's tough to win yeah. against anyone. Um, and and not that there was big dissension, but you're saying you just whatever that edge was that you got to have that extra edge that's required play yeah. winning football wasn't always there. No. Yeah. Um, so, so that leads me, I guess, sort of into my my next thing is is the leadership of this team. You know, I've had your three co captains on. Mm-hmm. I love these guys, yep. Nick, Nick and Dorian and Sincere. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, and and you know, to hear them speak of you and you know, Nick talking about with so so much excitement to to get you back out there healthy. There's obviously mm-hmm. a real brotherly bond right mm-hmm. there, and y'all's y'all small group yep. of captains. Mm-hmm. Um. What um what what are some of the things that the four of you sort of have taken onto your shoulders in terms of okay that happened it's in the past that's never happening again next mm-hmm. year is a new year and it's going to be a better year mm-hmm. what sort of some of the things that you guys are have sort of taken responsibility maybe from the coaching staff or something that you felt like you needed to take on yourself to to change that result uh, I think the biggest thing that we've really emphasized within the team is accountability. Um, you know, just the little things, uh, it's like I said earlier with the fourth quarter is, you know, we get to that fourth quarter and we don't always finish. And, you know, those, those moments come down to the little details of, you know, finishing through the line, standing behind the line, just the the little things and, uh, holding each other accountable for that. Um, and, you know, getting some guys to kind of grow up, um, you know, there's always going to kids that you know you tell them if they're not doing something right and you tell them you try to hold them accountable and you know they don't necessarily like it um but i think just the leadership um obviously from us four but also within the rest of all the groups um we've picked position leaders um and just the accountability like i said of you know making sure everybody's doing the thing the little things the right way and uh you know i think it's it's helped the relationships as well um you know we've gotten closer i've gotten a lot closer with defensive guys um, and just the the gel of the team is starting to really come together, mm-hmm. and that's what we've been trying to implement into a, a family environment with us. Yeah. Uh, speaking of of my guys, Nick and Dorian on the other side, it's probably a good thing that you're in the red jersey, huh? Practice. Yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to see them on the other side of the ball. Yeah, in Nick, that game jersey. Yeah, no. Nick Nick's uh, Nick's a pretty 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 uh, talented guy when he decides to come after the quarterback, and of course, mm-hmm. Dorian's cover skills are. I'd imagine that's the kind of thing that drives you crazy quarterback. You got the coverage red, you, you see the shell and you got it all figured out. And some freak athlete at, mm-hmm. at, at middle linebacker who has no business being in the play. Yeah. He's the always there. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he always finds a way. He's extremely talented kid, really good kid, a uh, great leader. Um, definitely happy to have him yeah. you know, part of the team. Yeah. That's cool, man. And, and then, um, you, you know, and that accountability you talk about, I mean, that's it. That's look, one of the hardest things for me to deal with in my professional career is like, I've had a lot of, I had a lot of success early on and, and feeling good about myself and all these people always patting me in the back. And there's a senior partner of mine who was, who's still, I mean, he's, he's a mentor, but, but you know, it's like he, his compliments are sparing. Uh huh. But his 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 critiques or his criticisms, uh, yeah. they're, they're there. They're direct, yeah. But it is a sense of accountability. It is. Uh, it's undoubtedly helped me become a much better professional. Having someone like that 
mm-hmm. around who's not always telling you how great you're doing, but yeah. to say what you can do better exactly to help out this enterprise, to help out the team, to help your client, whatever the case may be. Yep. And I think that's a I think the balance between the two is mm-hmm. the most important thing. And I think, you know, guys like Nick and Dorian and Sincere and I, I think we've done a good job of, you know, shedding light and being positive and, you know, encouraging guys, but also being there to, uh, you know, catch them when they might not be doing something right. And it's kind of just, you know, spread throughout the whole team and, you know, it's helped us a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, let's move on. Um, let's talk about the offense, right? We wanted to get you in here after you got most of the spring under your belt. Um, mm-hmm. How excited are we in terms of, well, let's, Let's start with that. How excited are we, are you and, and the rest of the guys in terms of what it looks like you'll be able to do under Coach Boda? Uh yeah, we're we're thrilled. Um he's he's came in and done a really good job of implementing our offense and you know teaching us. I think one of the the biggest things and the best things for him is that um what he's put in so far, he hasn't tried to make it too complex. Um, I think he simplified things down and, you know, everything's very direct. He, none of the coaches really try to overcoach. Um, I think that is somewhat of an issue we've had in the past. Um, but he's done a really good job of, you know, this is your read and, you know, always having answers for whatever we see defensively. Um, so definitely something that, you know, the whole offense is fired up about. We've had a very successful spring on the offensive side of the ball. So mm-hmm. that's and that's that's good to hear because, you know, one thing that's I, it's always been my observation is like I, back when I played, our offense was got a lot more attention than our defense, yet defense still could get us in spring because mm-hmm. defense knows yep. your plays. Whatever. Yep. Like it seems like defenses have the advantage in that setting, but but you got no doubt. Yeah. You know, and you look at our numbers from our scrimmages and stuff in past years, like, oh man, mm-hmm. defense dominated, you know. Yep. But you guys are able to get some plays on them. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and one thing when you look at sort of watch a few game film from his time at Central Missouri and just look at the numbers. I mean, it's just it's big impact plays. It's mm-hmm. like come at you, come at you, then boom, boom, yeah. play, boom, play, boom, play. You know, it, yep. and so is it a concept thing? Is it a fundamental thing? What is it that – what does he do with to create the, the sort of impact play? I think the way that he sets it up, um, I think he's very patient and he waits for the right opportunity. Um, you know, he doesn't – he doesn't see a need to, you know, try to do too much with the ball. You know, we execute the plays that we're good at um, and we get four yards here, five yards here, six yards here, whatever it might be. And then opportunity presents itself. We get man coverage or one high, whatever it might be. And, you know, that's when we might take our shot. Um, but I think he's he's really smart with what he does and how he's dialed down our defense um, and, you know, kind of scheme things up for us. OK. And is he also serving as your quarterback coach? Yes. Yeah. OK. Yep. Um, and 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 so. Talk about that room. You get a lot of credit, but, you know, you got some other guys mm-hmm. uh, in there. Uh, yep. how, how are they coming along in terms of in the offense physically the whole thing? Really good. Justin, uh, Justin Ibietta, he's still recovering from labrum surgery, um, but he's an absolute stud. Um, really talented kid, uh, mm-hmm. really talented quarterback. Um, so, you know, hopefully he'll be coming back pretty soon. He's starting to throw the ball. Um, he'll probably be 100% more towards summer. Uh, Kai Horton, you know, has came along really well. Um, him and Carson Haggard, who just came in, he's an early enroll. Um, both still young, but you know, both you know, getting the offense down. It's it's not a very very difficult, um, complex offense. And you know, as long as you follow your rules and go through your progression, you know, you're you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, yeah. Uh, and Carson's another South Florida guy. Yep. You know, took him under your wing a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good for you. Okay. Um, all right. So, all right, we've we've um, covered a lot, but we haven't talked too much about your background uh, in terms of future plans. I mean, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. I suspect at least I shouldn't say obviously you 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 want a shot in the NFL. Yep. Um, beyond that, what what's the plan if you have one? If I have have a plan beyond football. Oh, uh, what are you studying that type of? Thing? I'm studying kinesiology, exercise science. Um, so you know. Beyond football, whatever it might be, um, whenever that time comes, uh, you know, I want to say somewhat within athletics, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's what I love to do. I also love to, like, teach, coach. um, So, you know, potential football coach, strength coach, uh, whatever it might be. It's something that I, you know, really love doing. um, So Okay. Well, I got your first assignment. Our associate producer, Henry, my son, just walked in and Uh he just finished a baseball game. He's going to another baseball practice. I got a video of his game. You can, you can, of his swing, you can help him with that. Give a little critique. (laughs) so you were, I mean, because you were a, a pretty big time baseball player too, right? Before yep. going through high school. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that's a cool. I mean, the world needs, God knows we need good ones, uh, yep. people to, to, to sort of instruct. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I do think your football career is going to last for a while. Thank you. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you got a shot there. And. Um, so Mike, you know, we, we covered all the, 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 the not as important stuff, but let's talk about, you know, what's really important. You're in New Orleans. You're in, mm-hmm. you're, you're in a, uh, what's, what's, what's something about the city that you love that, that when you may be playing for the Cleveland Browns or something one day, it's like, man, you know what I miss about New Orleans? Uh, definitely the culture uh, and the food. Yeah. I absolutely love the food. Um, you know, I'm not really a big city guy. Uh, I grew up, I guess, Boca. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a big city, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I grew up by the beach and was homeschooled, so I did all those kind of things, and, you know, living in the city is a lot different, um, but just the culture here and the people, uh, the people at Tulane, uh, I absolutely love, and then, like I said, the food is, food's going to be something I'll definitely miss, yeah. no matter where I'll be. So what's your, uh, so w- what are the go-to New Orleans dishes for you? Uh, well, one of my favorite places is Giacomo's. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite um, taco place, Barracuda mm-hmm. on Chapatulis. Um, those are kind of my my go-tos. Yeah. Have you had the uh, is the, the, is the alligator cheesecake at uh, Giacomo's? Yeah. yeah. Alligator cheesecake? Yeah. Haven't had that yet. <laughs> yeah, man. It's an appetizer. It's a okay. savory, savory, you know, deal. And uh, it's it's legit. It's good. Yeah. We're you trying. to get to start with that one. All yeah. right. There we Corn go. Corn mock cheese there. Good. It's with a bunch of their fish dishes and yep. stuff, too. But, yeah, that that one that one's for sure. Um, do like Barracuda as well. Uh, they yeah. moved, though. Didn't they? they started Chop, or, or are they still on the location? Chop? Yeah, they're still on, on okay. Chop to us. Yeah, that's a cool, there. cool yeah. venue. Um, well, good, man. Well, look, I, you, you know, just a couple, couple other things to touch on. I mean, I know you've been through um, – sorry, this will be our, our, our help, helping other second. I mean, you've had to overcome a lot of adversity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or, or just challenges, going from homeschool into a big high school environment and – I know there was a death that hurt, hurt, you know, mm-hmm. was big to you uh, in high school, a friend of yours, uh, just going through the last year. I mean, what what have you relied on when when things seemed overwhelming or things seemed, seemed tough to you? What have you been able to do, whether it's your faith or your family or whatever? What has carried you through that? 
Uh, definitely faith, uh, you know, God and, you know, pushed me through all the tough times and, you know, giving me, you know, light at the end of the tunnel um, and, you know, seeing the bigger picture and how to use those negativities and turn them into, you know, experience for my future life. Uh, and then just my parents, um, parents, coaches, um, family, friends um, have all been very supportive and, you know, helped me along the way, you know, especially in the tough times, um, you know. Yeah. So. Have, have, have there been moments in there where you, you sort of like doubted your ability to yeah, there's always there's always to times succeed. of doubt, um, but you know those are the the times that I try to limit, and uh, I think I I do a good job of sometimes just you know dwelling in it for a little, and then you know getting over it, you know yeah. dwelling it for a minute, you know let it process, flush it out, and uh, you know move forward. Yeah, I think that's I think that's it's easy for us to look at it, a guy like you, good looking kid, you know, star quarterback, all that. It's like nothing, everything comes easy, but that's not the case. Definitely not. <laughs> you know, you've been through stuff and you and you and you've overcome. I mean, so you know, I think that that's sort of you know emblematic or, or that that quality is is what we as Tulane fans look forward to next year. You know, it's like yep. okay, we've been through the tough stuff. Yeah, so. time to go have some fun. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah, so. Well, good deal. Mike, thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having appreciate me. appreciate you coming on. And uh, and we're not going to be strangers. We've got some events we're going to be trying to plan and put together soon. And okay. We're going to test Chef Bradley's cooking skills. <laughs> he's volunteered to be our crawfish boiler, so we've okay. got to set something up. We're going to set together, set up a, a Fear the Wave uh, okay. crawfish boiler with some of you guys if you're willing to come out. And no doubt. Won't, won't say no to some crawfish. There you go, man. We're, we're going to get that going. So that some details on that will be coming as, as we get through spring. We're not going to bother you during spring ball, but once okay. we get through, we'll, we'll try to set something up. And, Sweet. And as we get closer to the season, I'm sure we'll have lots to go. To go. So, Sounds uh, good. Thank you so much, man. And, uh, folks, that'll do it here for another episode of the Jimmy O Show. Uh, thanks again to Bradley and Brew Fitness and Stack Coach for having us. And, uh, make those tax-deductible tax donations. Support these guys. As you can see, we've got another winner here. Uh, we're undefeated in that regard in terms of the quality of people we're trying to support. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Roll wave. <laughs>